Mike, I feel a little sad. Oh no, why? What's wrong? You know, our last two episodes were in front of live audiences. Oh, okay. Now I'm here alone in my studio. It's cold in here. I just, I feel, I feel lonely. It is a little sad, but we'll be back again on the road soon. And we do have something fun to talk about today that might lift your spirits. We do. After our trip to Chicago, New York, you went on to Toronto without me, mm-hmm. but you came back with a perfect ingenious topic. As soon as I heard this, as soon as I was told about this, I immediately said, we will do an ungenious about this. Today, we're going to talk about the Great Canadian Maple Syrup Heist. <laughs> just just the name. So good. So good. It's great. It's a heist. There's maple syrup involved. What more could you want? You know, I, I don't pretend to be any sort of expert on Canada, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that they had all of the nation's maple syrup in some sort of giant vault. You sure you never heard that before? And now I'm sort of waffling on whether I knew that or not. Oh, get out. Get out of here. <laughs> no no more breakfast jokes for me. I would like to believe you, but I'm not 100% sure you're going to be able to resist as we go forward. You know I'm always excellent about keeping my promises. Oh. If you would like to become my co-host on Ungenious, send a <laughs> self-addressed, <laughs> like a postcard into the smallest building in the world, care of Ungenious. That's where, where our headquarters <laughs> is, remember. So the Great Canadian Maple Syrup Heist was a multiple month long robbery that took place in both 2011 and 2012. The thieves took almost 3,000 tons of maple syrup valued at 18.7 million Canadian dollars from a storage facility in Quebec. It is the most valuable heist in the country's history. The syrup bank lives! Turns out, whilst you're joking, it's kind of true. So the facility was operated by the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers, which we're going to call FPAC. They represent 77% of global maple syrup supply and almost the entirety of Canada's contribution to the market. We've got to talk about this group. They're sort of like the cartel of pancake toppings. Well, it's like yes and no. I mean, they're not, it's not like an evil thing. FPAC traces its roots back to the late 1950s when maple syrup producers in southern Quebec joined forces to protect their rights as producers and to collectively market maple syrup. By 1966, all producers in the provinces had joined. This is important because while we think about maple syrup as a Canadian product, Quebec produces some 90% of the country's entire output. That's 70% of the global maple syrup market. In 2016, and this number blew my mind, it did over $320 million in sales. That's a lot of maple syrup. (laughs) So the FPAC establishes policies, negotiates selling strategy, enforces production quotas, sets up quality criteria, and sponsors promotional activities all on behalf of the members. And like we said, many have likened FPAC to a cartel given its control of the market. And I can see why, but to your point, I don't think they're like doing the things we think about drug cartels doing, right? Like people aren't being murdered over maple syrup. I, I don't think. There are heists, though. Uh, FPAC maintains a strategic reserve of maple syrup, officially known as the International Strategic Reserve, or the ISR. It's used to help control global syrup prices and supply, and has been called the OPEC of the maple syrup world by The Economist. OPEC is a petroleum-governing body. So, like, the thing is, so from talking to people about this, right, when I was in Canada, it's like maple syrup is so important to their economy, and there are good years and there are bad years. So they have to keep a supply and keep the price steady so that these farmers can actually earn a living. This is the reasoning I was told as to why FPAC exists today. 
I will say International Strategic Reserve is a very serious sounding name. For maple syrup. <laughs> it sounds like something from a James Bond movie, but it's actually it just maple syrup. Yeah. So a barrel of maple syrup is worth about $1,200 or about $2.88 per pound, which is 10 to 18 times the value <laughs> of U.S. crude oil. It's valuable stuff. The reserve is located in warehouses in a number of rural Quebec towns. The first two facilities were in Saint-Antoine-de-Tilly, which holds 6,300 tons, and Plessyville, which holds 1,400 tons. In 2011, a year which saw huge excesses of maple syrup production, FPAC expanded the ISR to a third warehouse in Saint-Louis-de-Blanfort, which holds 4,500 tons of syrup. And this is where we get to our heist. Over the course of several months between 2011 and 2012, nearly 10,000 barrels of maple syrup were stolen in a suspected insider job from that new FPAC storage facility. Turns out, syrup is stored in unmarked white metal barrels and they're only inspected once a year. It's not like there's an armed guard washing over it, which is wild considering how much money is tied up in this syrup. Yeah, and with a name as serious as the International Strategic Reserve, I am profoundly disappointed to hear how lax security is. Your disappointment is others' gain. The thieves used trucks to transport barrels to a remote location where they siphoned off the maple syrup, refilled the barrels with water, and then returned them to the facility. You know that, that scene in uh, Breaking Bad where they're stealing the chemical from the train? Yep. It's basically like that. It is basically like that. I'm sure that this was the, uh, the, the influence for that. <laughs> Over time, however, refilling the barrels with water just simply became too much work for the thieves, and they started <laughs> siphoning syrup directly off the barrels in the facility itself without refilling them. I can see how this happened. They went to so much work and nobody noticed, so they got lazy, right? And they just mm -hmm. were like, well, no one's paying attention to this. We'll just take more. All in all, the thieves took nearly 25% of the syrup stored in this location. This syrup was then slowly sold throughout Canada and the U.S. to people who were unaware of its, let's call it, less than legal origin. I wonder how, like, someone just pulls up to your house and they're like, do you want some maple syrup? Like, how, I, I'm really intrigued as to how they actually mm -hmm. got this out into the world. <laughs> In fall of 2012, the FPAC started their annual inventory of the ISR. Inspector Michel Gavreau started climbing up the barrels and nearly fell because he was expecting to be supported by the barrels, which should weigh 600 pounds, but they were empty. If they had just kept filling them with water, this poor guy wouldn't have fallen on his job. And it, it probably would have taken even longer <laughs> before they would have known. Oh, yeah. So the FPAC alerted authorities, who later seized maple syrup stocks from an exporter on suspicion that it had been purchased from a supplier connected to the theft. Over time, more and more of the stolen syrup was recovered, but roughly a third of it was never found. When preparing this, I did think, I wonder if I ate any of this stolen maple syrup. It's possible. Do you think that makes you a criminal? I hope not. By December 2012, police arrested three men known to have access to the warehouse from which the syrup was stolen. Fifteen more people were arrested that month in connection with the crime. In 2017, accused syrup-stealing ringleader Richard Valerese was sentenced to eight years in prison and a $9.4 million fine. He's appealing the court's ruling. Seems to me like he is in a sticky situation. <sighs> you can't do the waffle joke 
and then <laughs> have a problem with me doing this one. And I'm, excellent. Yeah, Snuck that see, one you got too. two. I got one. Thank you to Sarah at Wonderpens for telling me all about this amazing topic. Very, very interesting. If you have a fun topic you want to share with us, head over to our website, relay.fm slash ungeniused slash 67. You can send us an email there. And of course, there, there'll also be some links so you can read about the great Canadian maple syrup heist and the Federation of Quebec Maple Syrup Producers, a group that I do not ever want to cross. If you want to do that on Twitter, if email's too old-fashioned for you, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at ungeniused. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y. K-E, and you can follow me as I-S-M-H. And until our next brunch gone mad, Michael, say goodbye. Goodbye. Adios.